Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. It's worked so far, but we're not out yet. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. It's classified. I could tell you, but then I'd have to kill you. Pedro Fernandez. What's up, Doc? bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am the reigning, defending, undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airways, folks, having defended that title now for better than 29 years. And straight up today, for two hours on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, we talk boxing the first hour, then we switch gears and talk about the Ultimate Fighter, Season 18, the finale, the main event, the chicks. They all got it on last night. Fox Sports 1, great show. We'll talk about that in hour number two with our main man, Zach Young. So we've got lots of guests. Hour number one. Writer John Cinderella will spend some time with us, as will the trainer of Triple G, Gennady Golovkin. I'm talking about Abel Sanchez. Of course, we broke into prominence training the Norris brothers back in the 80s and 90s. And, well, Abel's got lots of stuff to talk about. A great, great uh, resume as far as a trainer's concerned. He's a good human being, so we'll talk with Abel about 35 minutes past the hour. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, often imitated but never duplicated. Speaking of often imitated but never duplicated, you can't duplicate the effort that Sergey Kovalov put forward last night. I mean, wow. I mean, that's all I can say is the WBO light heavyweight champion. I'll get into it after the break. But he is the real deal, folks. And if I was Adonis Stevenson, I wouldn't get in the same zip code with that man. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Open phone lines coast to coast. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Robitussin Coffequence number 29, The Not-So-Silent Night. <coughs> oh. Sorry, hon. <coughs> oh, you keep waking me up. I think that's... Come <coughs> on, it's 3 a.m. I've got to get up for work in four hours. <coughs> Fortunately, Robitussin DM Max now comes in a new nighttime formula for fast, powerful cough relief that helps you sleep like a baby, which is good news for you and the person one pillow over. Robitussin Nighttime. Don't suffer the consequences. Use as directed. How would you like to have a large portion of your credit card debt completely forgiven, both the principal and interest? American Credit Card Solutions wants to give you free information that shows you how. Thousands of people have used this relief program to have their credit card debt forgiven. Call now for free information and consultation. We'll give you the secret to this money-saving program absolutely free. Get eye-opening information that could save you thousands of dollars a year or a month, depending on how much you owe. In fact, the more you owe, the more you can save. All you need is $10,000 or more in credit debt, medical bills, or department store debt to qualify. Call for free debt forgiveness information now. 
800-287-8013. That's 800-287-8013 to discover the secret to having your credit card debt forgiven. 800-287-8013. 800-287-8013. Don't wait. Call 800-287-8013 now. Looking to add that hard-to-find autograph to your collection? Well, look no further than Les Wolf Sports, LLC. Les Wolf Sports is a name that's been synonymous with autographs and sports memorabilia for more than five decades. The company is a reliable and trusted source for authentic autographs and memorabilia. Whether you're new to the hobby or a seasoned collector, Les Wolf is the place for you. Collect, invest, protect, and preserve with the best. Visit LesWolfSportsLLC.com today. That's L-E-S-W-O-L-F-F Sports, LLC. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. At just $24.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call now, 877-499-MY-TV. Loud bands help teams win. Yell bands helps fans be loud. Yell bands are megaphones that fans wear on their arm and pull off to cheer for their team. And now Yell Band LLC is crowdfunding in order to purchase the licenses to put NFL and college team logos on the bands. Contributors receive some pretty cool perks like a t-shirt, a Yell Band of your choice, or even free game tickets for the life of the company. Go to yellband.com and click on the green crowdfunding button to learn more and contribute. Take home field advantage to the next level at yellband.com. Boxing is an unnatural act. Because everything in it is backwards. You want to move to the left. You don't step left. You push on the right toe. To move right, you use your left toe. Instead of running from the pain like a sane person would do, you step into it. Yeah. Check it, 12, make it 12 and a half minutes past the hour. You're tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Of course, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Often imitated, but never duplicated. Last night, HBO, the main event, Adonis Stevenson, a Kronk fighter. That's right, formerly out of the Kronk Gym, Detroit, Michigan, of course, uh, put together by the late Emmanuel Stewart, but straight up, he is the lone surviving Kronk fighter, and he's still a champion. He is the WBC 175-pound title holder. Last night, after, uh, you know, I mean, he's a good fighter, but he's not a great fighter. The Sergey Kovalov, the other side of the coin, he was a WBO champion. He also won last night. He remained undefeated, 23-0. I think a draw in 21 KOs. But, you know, the once beaten, the, the once beaten Stevenson was supposed to fight Kovalov after this fight. I mean, it was all set up. That's why they put these two guys together on the undercard in co-main events, right? Yeah, well, he he wasn't sounding all that reluctant. He wasn't sounding all that uh, eager last night. Sounded a bit reluctant to fight Kovalov, and I think I would be too. After Kovalov went out there and destroyed his opponent in less than two rounds. Now, I haven't had this young man on the show in a long time, but he is one of the main contributors of RingTalk.com. He's a great drummer in his own light in his own right. I'm talking about John Signorella. How you doing, Johnny? Pedro, great to be on today, man. How are you, sir? I'm doing just fine. Let's talk about Stevenson and Kovalov because that's you know that's the fight, obviously that. HBO is trying to make here, and looks like the Canadian promoters willing to put forward, and and Kathy Duvis, well, she's putting the willing to put Kovalov in there in a minute. But, um, yeah, she's a very aggressive promoter like that for Stevenson. Not to cut you off, Pedro, I can't blame him for wanting to go after Hopkins or Frosch. I mean, it's a safer bet 
confidence-building experiences. You know, I mean, Sergey looked rough last night. And, you know, I know he's a tough guy in Stevenson, but at the same time, a little bit more grooming for him because he's still got some vulnerable things happening in there. And I think he needs to polish himself a little bit better to get in that type of dogfight that him and uh, Sergey would have. So, so how do you polish a guy that's 36 years old? It's a good question. I mean, first of all, you can tell him to bring that hand up a little bit. Why? Hey, wait. Not too... Was that the timeout? Was that the biggest flaw you've ever seen? Is it when he threw that jab? His right jab? I'll tell you what, Pedro. It was giving me fits. And, you know, a better fighter would have certainly than uh, Tony Ballou would have, to- would have totally taken advantage of that. Johnny, and Johnny, that Johnny, for the yeah. sake of radio, let me explain that. You think we're doing TV and these people know exactly what you're talking about. Okay, you went, you went right over their head right there, okay? When Stevenson threw the jab last night, he was a southpaw. When he threw the right jab, he threw it, and he threw it from the waist and brought it back to the waist almost. But when he brought it back, he brought it back so low, he brought it back to his knee and then brought it up again. I mean, he was the easiest guy in the world to counter if you were looking to counter somebody and you weren't close. But, you know, obviously his opponent didn't have those skills. But straight up, I, that was a nightmare for me. I was saying to myself, eee, technical flaws, you know? If you had a guy that had a serious right hand and knew how to throw it properly, it could have been a wrap for him. Yeah, I mean that, that's very, very quickly, very quickly. Because he does it time and time and time and time and over and over. It's not like one thing He's once in a while. He's an overly confident guy with his skill, and you know, usually guys that are bullies and brawlers like that usually have that kind of persona about them. But uh, he's a little too overly confident. I don't blame him. You know, he's a very, very strong guy. I was really concerned about Tony last night when he got nailed in that corner because he was like hangman style. Like, he was just straight up just out on his feet. Another shot came in. Thank God the referee came in like he was a burn victim to try to put the fire out. Yeah, we're talking. I mean, I, I was really concerned about his health. We're talking about the challenger last night. Um, yep. And, and, he, and he's a good fighter. I mean, Tony Bigelow is, is a decent fighter out of the U.K. Now he says he's going to move up to cruiserweight. That's 25 pounds. That's a big jump, mm-hmm. man. Certainly is. I, the way he took that shot last night, I don't know. Like, I mean, that's even worse because those guys are obviously bigger and stronger. And, uh, you know, after coming off a knockout like he suffered last night, I would just recommend maybe something else for a living. Okay, you know, so I, mean, uh, I give him respect, but, you know, at the same time, you've got to watch out for your health. You know, you've got two promoters here in the – I can't think of the Canadian guy's name, and um, I wrote it up this morning, though. And the uh, and Kathy Duva, they're working together. This is the way they used to do things in the old days to build big fights. Not the old days, like 10, 15 years ago. Now these guys are like the Republicans and the Democrats. I'm talking about Bob Arum and his top-ranked crew and, of course, the Golden Boy uh, creation run by Oscar De La Hoya. It's like Democrats and Republicans. They're, they keep filibustering the great fights. You know, it's, it's worse than it's ever been, and it's at a time where there's so many great fighters on the planet and so many great potential fights that can happen. And the fans will suffer from it. I mean, thankfully, this was a great calendar year in boxing. It's going to close out really nice. with some good fights and good knockouts and the hell of a wars, you know, between uh, some great fighters. Like, you can go back to Rios and Alvarado and, uh, you know, Ruslan and, and Timothy Bradley. Like, those were amazing fights. And it's unfortunate if these promoters keep fights like that from happening because it's so good for the sport. I know a lot of people that started picking up watching boxing again have been overly excited by it. And they also have to go by the whole thing. I was thinking about this about Manny Pacquiao last week. It's funny how one night can change everything. You know, it's like I had a certain opinion about Pacquiao going into that fight. But he looked great. He found the, the, the founder youth in front of a very limited brand of Rios, albeit. But his legs were there, which was very nice to see. But the point I'm getting is, like, you can't count people out. And that's what I like about mixed martial arts a little bit. They don't care about nine losses, ten losses, whatever. They'll pit people against people and give people opportunities. And I think that boxing right now has to give people more and more opportunities to make big fights happen. Because at the end of the day, people don't care how many losses you have as long as you have a good account for yourself and those fights happen. You know, boxing has to be a little bit more 
uh, particular about who they're throwing in there. And, and what, even that undercard last week, I mean, come on, that was, that was terrible. That should never, I mean, on a big Wait, 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 you're trying to tell me to watch a two-time Olympic gold medalist? You weren't thrilled? Pedro, that was, that was a terrible undercard. I mean, yeah, terrible undercard. It was probably Manny one of the worst. We're probably one of the worst undercards in, in Manny Pacquiao history. I mean, it was just. Uh, are you kidding me? For in the price tag for seventy four ninety five. I mean, it was nice to see you know Pacquiao do his things. But this is the point I'm trying to make: is that if you want people to buy into boxing and spend that hard earned money, that's not a cheap ticket, especially around the holidays. You know, give people something to look at. You know, uh, on that undercard, you should actually have people that you know Pacquiao could fight next, like you know. Throw, throw Danny Garcia in the mix, or, you know, even though he's fighting, you know, very soon or whatever, but other guys like Mandata, Brown, like give, give us something to look at, you know, in terms of championship bouts, competitive bouts, instead of just, God, it's like three fights in and they're making such a big deal. I don't even know why. I think the guy, I just I, I, got no respect for him as a fighter at this point. I mean, he, he just doesn't do anything for me. They're trying to push him and sell him. The Olympian you were talking about from uh, Zeus Ming. I'll tell you who's the real yeah. deal is this guy, Vasil Lomachenko. He's oh, a, yeah. Yeah, oh. Yeah, I've seen the box. Yeah, he's all right. Yee. No doubt. What's he got? He's going to take on Orlando Salido, I think, in April. And guess what? He's going to beat Salido like a second fight. Salido's a very streaky guy. Sometimes he can look so good. Sometimes he just look like, what was that? But the one thing about Salido in every fight I've noticed, he gets stronger after that fifth or sixth round. And it's, it's one of like, I mean, Gotti used to do it when he was hurt. There's a couple other guys that definitely get you know, stronger as the fight goes on. But this guy, I mean, he stands out. As one of those guys. So, I mean, anytime you're fighting Toledo, I'd watch. I'd be very concerned late in the fight after about the fifth or sixth round. True, but skill-wise, his, his, he, he isn't, uh, you know what I mean, top no, two. Three, no, yeah. no, you know, you know. He's one of those guys that always comes to fight. He's a good action fighter. And that's what I like about, you know, these divisions um, that we have in boxing right now. I mean, if you look from 140 pounds to about 147, we have a lot of great potential you fighters. You know what, why don't, we say, why don't we save those other weight classes for, the, for after the commercial break because we've got lots of stuff to talk about. Straight up, we're talking with John Signorella. Paul Spatafora lost last night for the first time. He's like 40-something years old now. He shot his girlfriend at a gas station with like a, a, a handgun about 10 years ago, spent about a year in jail for it, had an alcohol rehab problem, was trying to go to Rocky Marciano's 49-0 record. Um, but he, he lost to a guy that was 18-1 and one named Johan Perez. I guess it was on some type of pay-per-view. But Spadafora, you know, he never made it out of Pittsburgh, did he? Pedro, the whole thing about him, remember the movie Bronx Tale, Waste of Talent, nothing more sad than Waste of Talent when De Niro tells his kid that? That's that kid right there. You know, I, it's a shame because I thought he was a very elusive fighter. I thought he was a very fast fighter, decent. But obviously if you're going to, you know, be on, you party like a rock star and try to be a boxer at the same time, it's not going to happen. You know, um, he had issues with substances. He had issues with, you know, abuse and stuff. And, um, you know, a lot of these guys come from that unfortunate background where they're, like, you know, raised by it or surrounded by it. But it makes no excuse. They're fighting for a way out of it. And it's unfortunate that, unlike a guy like Bernard Hopkins or something like that, he could not fight his way out of, like, his past and, you know, some demons that plagued him. And, unfortunately, it cost him his career, as it does for so many other guys. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This is the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the iHeartRadio Network, and, of course, the American Forces Network. And this is Tower of Power telling us about those gas prices as there is only so much oil in the ground.
which investment has tripled in price since the debt crisis and risen an average 20% a year for 11 years? It's not stocks, not bonds, it's silver. And right now, we at Lear Capital believe silver is poised to hit new record highs. And we're making it easier to own than ever. For a limited time, new customers with $5,000 or more to invest in gold or silver can get up to 10 certified Morgan Silver Dollars absolutely free. That's right, up to 10 100-year-old Morgan Silver Dollars when you invest $5,000 or more. A $600 value free. This offer is available for IRA accounts as well. Call right now, 800-631-9229-800-631-9229-800-631-9229. Call Lear Capital now, 800-631-9229. Now an important message from LifeWatch. I'm worried about my mom. She lives alone. What if she falls and can't get up? What if she has a heart attack or stroke and is unable to get to the phone? What would she do? Well, haven't you heard about LifeWatch? LifeWatch? LifeWatch, the emergency response system. My mom has it, and she loves it. Just by pressing a button on her pendant, she can speak, hands-free, to LifeWatch's care center. They notify emergency services, as well as family and friends. Help arrives in minutes. LifeWatch sounds like the perfect solution, but it must be expensive. No. It's less than a dollar a day. For a free brochure, as well as information on the new mobile help button, call 1-800-900-4114. That's 1-800-900-4114. Act now before an emergency occurs. 1-800-900-4114. Switchovers are always welcome. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063, 800-957-6063, 800-957-6063, Well, I'm on Ring Talk, and as you know, this is one of the first shows that got onto the Internet. Uh, my friend Pedro is a true fighter in his own, uh, his own uh, mind, I should say, but he really is. I seen him exercising the other day, getting ready for somebody. I don't know who it is. Because everybody is taking shots at him, so I see him getting himself in good condition so that he could fire back. Never been one to say die, never been one to hide out. He comes on, damn the torpedoes, full steam ahead. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Well, you have to talk to my lawyer on that one. This is my baby, 71 year old Darlene Love. Rock and Roll and Duck, uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee, class of 2012. That song sold about 
5 million records. He's a rebel. Of course, he's part of the Phil Spector scene back in the 1960s, but she's still touring around, and she's got a movie out called 20 Feet from Stardom. It's a flick about backup singers, and man, it's fabulous. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing this hour. Next hour, we talk MMA, UFC, of course, the Ultima Fighter Season 18, going down, boo, November the 30th, and of course, Gray Maynard and Nick D- Nate Diaz in the main event. We'll talk about that in hour number two with my man, Zach Young. But straight up, we're talking with John Signorella. And before I go to the uh, actual ratings, let's see, Derek Chisora. You know, I get to watch a lot of fights because of the Internet. You get to watch a lot yeah. of fights outside of the United States, like in England, Fox, Box Nation, things like that. So anyway, yesterday I'm watching Derek Chisora. He's a heavyweight contender, eh, 19 and 4, 13 kills, tough guy out of, um, out of the U.K. And he fights this guy, I think he was from Czechoslovakia, Andre Apollo came in at 32 and 3, left at 32 and 4, 22 KOs. Anyway, he turns Paula around in the corner, hits him three times when his back is turned, and instead of disqualifying him, they stop the fight and award Chisora a knockout, a knockout win. And I have to give Fight News some props here because Fight News came out and they even said that that was crazy. Instead of disqualifying the guy, uh, referee Jan Christensen uh, raised Chisora's arm. Like so many other sports, this is why we need replay, okay? Humans are set up for a fail to make mistakes. Nobody's perfect. And in that situation right there to merit someone a victory for doing that, like an alleyway mugging type thing, give me a break. Okay. That should never happen. This is modern times. This is, you know, sports. And, yeah, guys are punching each other in the face, but at the same time, you know, it's a gentleman's game. Every, so, you know, you can't be doing things like that. Okay, we're talking ratings with the um, one of the heavyweights of the Internet. I'm talking about John Signorella, about the heavyweight division. We'll go Vladimir Klitschko, 61-3. and three. 51 KOs, hasn't lost, I guess, since 2003 to Corey Sanders. That's been like almost 11 years ago. He really shows not a whole lot of signs of letting up, but I'm going to go through these other names here. Kubrat Pulov, uh, Ademic, Tyson Fury, Robert Helenas, Chris Ariola, Chisora, Antonio Tarver. What's going on with box record? They would put Antonio Tarver at number eight at heavyweight. Well, I looked at that, Pedro, preparing my notes for the, uh, the show today and just getting back on the scene a little bit, doing the writing and stuff. And, uh, I don't know about that one, you know, and I was looking at all the names. The only they one got him ra- They got him ranked above this guy, Vermaine Silverne. Stiver- I saw it. They got him pretty low on that total. I, I, I was disgusted with it. After one fight, and, yeah, I mean, he looked kind of impressive. But at the same time, what is he, 46 years old? You know? Yeah, but, 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 he just left the Thanksgiving dinner table. Like, I mean, come on, I can't, I can't take that seriously. Well, you know, he also, you know, he blew the job with Showtime, blew the job of the Olympics by doing cheating yeah. and getting caught with steroids. Well, that's what, that's what the steroids will do, yeah. And but you don't, so, you know, you shouldn't be able to do those things. But I'm looking at uh, Bermaine Severn. He, I think he's out of Haiti originally, now he's out of Canada. Yeah. And, and he's not a good-looking fighter. He's not a Muhammad Ali fighter. He doesn't speak like Cassius Clay or anything like that. But he's 22-1, and one, got 20 KOs. Um, he beat Chris Ariola. He beat Ray Austin. Now, Ray Austin is a little bit faded at this point in time. What I'm trying to say is how to rank Antonio Tarver, a guy that it was 175 pounds, like 45 pounds lighter, um, at, at number eight over that guy. is just This guy gets no respect. I'm not saying he's a great fighter, but he gets no respect. Yeah. Well, Pete, when I do my lists, like what I do is I don't carry in like what someone's done as far as their accomplishments is concerned, especially when there's a huge jump in weight. You know, it's like when I rank people out, it's like just because you did it here don't mean you could do it there. I do factor in accolades, but you can only go so far, and you have to be realistic. Also, look at the fact that this guy is in his mid-40s. He hasn't fought in a while. You know, he's going through all different types of things. He ballooned on a lot of weight. You know, he's always been a loose, flabby guy, but, I mean, come on. Like I said, it looks like he left the, uh, the holiday table for Thanksgiving. I know, but let's, let's, let's be honest. His claim to fame, his claim to fame was telling Roy Knocking Jones. Roy. No, but telling Roy Jones before he knocked him out. Any you, excuses. You got any excuses tonight, Roy? 
That, that's it. That was his claim. Okay. You know? Let's talk cruiserweights. I think Marco Huck's the best, but other people think Johan Hernandez is the best. Who's better there? I like Huck better. I think he's a little stronger. He looks like he's a little bit more poised in the ring with experience as well. But nice little you – know, that's a great fight that should happen. Really the only one I think that is, is out there that, you know, I mean, they're obviously not household names, but I think that's the fight that the cruiserweight division should have that people that follow boxing want. Huck beat Pov- po- Povetkin. Alexander, I thought he beat him in that fight about a year and a half ago. And, of course, that uh, Povetkin recently lost to Vladimir Klitschko. 175 pounds. Can you rate Bernard Hopkins number one? No, I can't because I think Stevens will, Stevenson will just destroy him. I mean, again, we're talking about, you know, the ageless man, uh, Bernard Hopkins, that is an ageless wonder that goes in there and boxes. But listen, eventually that's going to catch up, and especially against a young lion like this. This is tailor-made to, to the destruction of Hopkins. But, Ste- but like Stevens, is, like Stevens is not a young lion. He's 36. He is, but at the same time, like, he's got that, that grit and determination, and that's a great point, but he's, he's in your face. He's relentless. He throws hard. He's got, like, the, he's like tailor-made to, to destroy you know, where Hopkins is at at this point in his career. Does I he, believe. does he fight? He fights in my mind, like African-American fighters fought in my era. He just does. I was actually thinking about it would be like a Larry Holmes versus Ali situation. No, but, that's but that's the way Stevenson fights. I mean, like little attitude involved. You know what I'm saying? You know, he's got his oh, technical yeah, flaws. Totally. But, yeah. But, but that's, that's, that's the African-American fighter that I remember the seventies and eighties. And I don't know where he got politically correct or went to football or went to high school or whatever, but he sort of disappeared as far as heavyweights are concerned. There really are no serious black heavyweights in the United States, I guess, outside of Derek Jennings, who was on the show a couple of weeks ago. And Deontay Wilder, Deontay Wilder. not a bad fighter. Yeah, he's, he, I like, he's, he's charismatic, and he seems like he's enjoying it, and he seems like he's there for the right reasons. And that's very, very important, too. Like, if you look at like a Michael Grant type of guy, like, you know, hey, you're tall, you're big, you should box. He wasn't a boxer. He was a football player. It seems like Deontay Wilder is a boxer, and he likes, he enjoys to do it. And that speaks volumes. That says a lot. Okay, Kovalov, the best at 175 right now? Oh, um, tech, it's a very tough question. I mean, that would be an explosive fight with him and Stevenson. I, I, I'm neck and neck 50-50 on wow, both Wow, okay. Guys. Andre Ward, head and shoulders above the guys at 168, huh? And almost in the world. I mean, next to Floyd Mayweather, no one comes close. Wow, I mean, they're trying to put together a Chavez fight for big money, but straight up, I guess he's got to move to 175. And moving to 175 against a guy like... Uh, you know, um, Sergey Kovalev, that, that's not a piece of cake. Well, I, I tell you what, here's what's up. I mean, Chavez in his last fight, I thought he lost it. Yeah. I think Ward would humiliate him. I, I think Chavez is pretty much whatever he's accomplished, it, it, we've seen the best of it. Um, you know, there's Carl Froch also at super middleweight. He's already been there, done that. I was ringside for that fight. I mean, he just, he, Carl Froch had nothing for him. Okay. Um, George Groves, who took on Froch, and he had a good account for himself, and I thought that, that stoppage was a little premature. Yep. But uh, maybe he could be, he's a tough, gritty kid. Give him another chance. That's some money and some competition. But Andre Ward would fare well against anyone north or south. I mean, you want to bring up Triple G or someone like that going south, and you want to go to light heavy. I mean, he's the type of guy I'd pick on my team any day of the week to get, some, get the job done, you know? I'm, I'm glad you brought up Triple G because I'll have his trainer. We're talking with John Signorella of ringtalk.com. We're going to have Abel Sanchez on in just a few minutes. He, of course, he is the trainer of Gennady Golovkin. Gennady Golovkin, Triple G, they call him 29 and zip, 25 KOs. The best at 160? Oh, yeah, hands down. I mean, no doubt. So, Jim Martinez, again, another guy in his last fight, I don't think won. I think his legs are shot. I mean, we got Cotto in the mix moving up there now. You know, he's talking about maybe fighting Martinez or something. Would be interesting because, again, Cotto's a guy to pick on my team any day of the week. I think he's a very formidable guy, strong guy. I didn't count him out even after the, uh, the loss to Mayweather and stuff like that. Okay. Peter Quillen really disappointed me last week. Uh, I'm sorry, last month when he fought. 
Um, so I think he's totally the head of the class. I mean, there's other guys, tough guys like Andy Lee and Darren Barker and Macklin and stuff, but I, I think Triple G just you know blows out all these guys and probably will look to uh, to land a super fight with like Andre Ward for some serious money or something like okay, that. So where do you put Floyd Mayweather, 147 or 154? He just beat Saul Alvarez. That's an amazing question. I was actually thinking about that last night. The whole thing is, I think he can go back down to 147. There's really no names at 54. Cotto could still be there for a rematch. It would make money, but he's already been there, done that. You know, Lara and Trout really don't do anything for me. So, I mean, I'd like to see him against Ruslan Pavnatikov. I think that that would be a good fight because the guy is strong and he's very determined. And, you know, I don't think he'll win it, but it would be good for the fans because everyone wants that guy to come in and just not care and bulldoze Mayweather. He'd be that guy to do it. Um, or try to do it, but not successfully. Okay. Um, and there's a lot of fights there. I mean, Mandata, a Bronner winner, even though I don't think Bronner would ever fight Floyd. Keith Thurman's an interesting guy coming up. Um, Broner's too fat, there. man. Broner's a fat guy. He's undisciplined. Let's go to 140. Danny Garcia, uh, yeah. he, I mean, he beat Mathesi, and nobody thought he was going to yeah. beat Mathesi. I didn't think he was going to beat Mathesi. And, of course, Provodnikov is at 140 as well. I guess that's Danny's real challenge, huh? Without a doubt. Without a doubt. I mean, I think he's a challenge for anyone, Rosana. And I think that would be an, a highly action-packed uh, fight. Garcia and, and Matheson, I thought, was going to be a little bit more exciting. But Garcia did the right thing, and I like to see that by him. He didn't just come out and just try to go, like, you know, right in his face and go punch for punch. Like, he had some discipline and some poise, which you really want to see from a champion, especially if he, if he intends on being there for a while. And he, Danny's a strong guy. Wilson's a very strong guy, too. I think it would make for a great fight. I mean, I don't count Alvarado out, too. Like, he got knocked out really Oh, yeah. You, really you, no, 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 no. Let me, Johnny, Johnny, done. 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 Poor Mike Alvarado. Please don't ever bring him back. The way he, no. he, no, as bad as he took a beating and the fact that he didn't know where he was, why was walking around and, and, and his corner, it was after the ninth round and he was all messed up and his Sorry. corner sent him out for the 10th round. I just think that's, I think they just put, put a couple nails in his coffin because I've seen this yeah. before and he had died to make the weight. See, he looked like he'd been in a concentration camp or something like that. I mean, he didn't look so like he'd been in a training Juan camp. Status. When Juan Ma got starched by Salido and all those other cats when, uh, walking around looking half brain dead. You know what? Let's continue this talk on boxing next Sunday. i got to bring in Abel Sanchez, but let's continue the rest of the division next Sunday. Can you do that? Absolutely. Thank you. I'll see you next Sunday. Looking all right. All the best. Thanks, John Signorello. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We'll go from, like, super welter, super welter, super lightweight, 140 pounds on down, next week on this edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the boxing edition. Of course, we start at 11 a.m. Pacific time, Saturdays and Sundays. This is the Sunday show, the two-hour edition. The second hour, we talk about... MMA, the ultimate fighter, Ronda Rousey, Misha Tate, Team Tate versus Team Rousey. What happened there? The feathers were flying last night on Fox Sports 1. You're tuned to Ring Talk. This is the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the iHeartRadio Network, and the American Forces Network. Looking to add that hard-to-find autograph to your collection? Well, look no further than Les Wolf Sports, LLC. Les Wolf Sports is a name that's been synonymous with autographs and sports memorabilia for more than five decades. The company is a reliable and trusted source for authentic autographs and memorabilia. Whether you're new to the hobby or a seasoned collector, Les Wolf is the place for you. Collect, invest, protect, and preserve with the best. Visit LLC.com today. That's L-E-S-W-O-L-F-F Sports, LLC.com. When a cold hits, you've got to hit back. And when your cold comes with both pain and sinus pressure, you've got to hit back even harder. 
Only Advil Cold and Sinus treats your worst cold symptoms by combining Advil, the number one selling pain reliever, and a powerful nasal decongestant in a single pill. No other cold brand delivers stronger pain relief than the pain reliever found in Advil Cold and Sinus, the one-two punch at pain and sinus pressure. Find it at the pharmacy counter. Use as directed. Tired of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall and Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt and Wall and Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. Call Wall and Associates now. 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves, and the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now before it's too late. Call Wall and Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800-480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. Health insurance is on everybody's mind right now. You either don't have it or you have it and you think it's too expensive. And you probably feel like you don't have any options. We can help. We are InSphere Insurance Solutions. We offer health insurance plans from major carriers nationwide and likely have a plan that can save you money. Whether you're self-employed, on a COBRA plan that's about to expire, or you simply don't have health insurance where you work and you need it, InSphere Insurance Solutions can help you. Our agents will help you find coverage you can afford. InSphere Insurance Solutions is an authorized agency in all 50 states, including the District of Columbia. Plans may not be available in all states. 800-614-1242, I'm not invincible. Uh, the great Floyd Mayweather isn't invincible. Nobody's invincible. You just have guys that are really, really good at what they do. And, 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 and that's just what it is. But anybody can be knocked out. Anything can happen in that ring. And that's why boxing has the buzz and intrigue that it has. And that's why it'll never die because – I'm a huge sports fan. I watch all sports, but it's, it's something. It's one thing to watch a team sport, but it's something else to watch two men at the highest level battle, and one may be favored over the other, but you never know what's going to happen. And and that's what that's why boxing is the way it is. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Yeah! Godfather of Soul himself. JB, James Brown in the house. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing this hour. The next hour we talk MMA right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the iHeartRadio Network, and, of course, the American Forces Network. Well, my next guest hasn't been with me in a long time, folks, but that's probably my fault. I'm talking about a trainer of Hall of Fame potential, and he should be there. I'm talking about Mr. Abel Sanchez. Abel, a very good morning to you, sir. How are you, Pedro? It's been a while. It's been a while. How's life treating you and the family? Everything is very good. Thank you very much. Uh, we've been blessed. So tell me about this Big Bear thing. You built this big joint up in Big Bear. Um, did, did you take over Oscar De La Hoya's old, old haunts up there or what? No, actually, I, I bought uh, a bunch of property in the, in the late, uh, in late 1990s and 
I had two right in the middle of town, two uh, two pieces in the middle of town that were ideal for a, a training camp. So I built a, a duplex with two units uh, with a 4,000 square foot gym on, on one property. So it's all uh, composed of, uh, <clears throat> they don't have to go anywhere. Everything, the, the gym, the houses, everything is all in one place. So it's uh, it's ideal. Big Bear was one of the true embarrassments of my life. Do you want to hear it? Tell me about it. Emmanuel Stewart and I got drunk one night, and we went out, and we did karaoke. <laughs> I would love to have tape on that. No, no. Let me tell you what happened to the tape. So we get up the next morning, and they're watching it downstairs in the front room, okay? And I stagger downstairs with a half a hangover and look at this, and I see me and Emmanuel singing my way together, okay? I realized the internet was happening already. <laughs> and I said, oh, let me take a look at that tape. Let me rewind it. So I took the tape, <laughs> cracked it in half. That was the end of that tape. I didn't want that tape going nowhere, man, because people would be dogging me to this very day. The late Emmanuel Stewart, of course, the Kronk Goldfather, the man who started the Kronk Gym and brought us names like Tommy Hearns and eventually Lennox Lewis and people like that. Um, Abel, Gennady Golovkin. Wow, what can I say? Talk to me about him. You know, he's a he's a young man that uh, comes along once in a in a blue moon. You know, uh, he's got all the tools, uh, but most of all, he just loves to work hard and and uh, gives me everything that I want that I ask for in a gym. So it's easy to train somebody like that. Okay, um, you know, he's went out there and he's ended these fights with you know exclamation marks, punctuation marks, call him what you want, but he's ended these fights decisively. I mean, he is, there's no, no, you can't go back on any of his fights and go, well, maybe he didn't, maybe he didn't. No, he's, he's very decided. He's been very dominant at 160. Who, who would you like to see him fight at 160? Because I know promoter Tom Loeffler is having his problems getting opponents for him and everybody he gets, he's got to pay a little bit extra money. Well, the unfortunate thing is that, uh, as soon as the name Golovkin gets mentioned, everybody's unavailable. Uh, even for very good money, uh, Stevens was able to, uh, uh, talk himself into a bigger payday, but uh, there, there can only be so money in a bu- so much money in a budget before uh, uh, you, uh, you have to x amount. But um, he is having a hard time. Tom is, and unfortunately uh, for him, uh, the networks are having these issues. So there's not that we only have a certain amount of guys on on our on the HBO side that are that are available or that that could be potential, but. Uh, Golovkin's name seems to scare him away. This invidious relationship between uh, Showtime and HBO and Top Rank and Golden Boy. Top Rank is with HBO. Showtime is with Golden Boy. It's it's not doing the business very good. And right now, I think the business could use the shot in the arm because the talents there, Abel, there's talent in almost every weight division. Uh, you're absolutely right. It's not doing us uh, here at, the, at, at this level and the trainers and the fighters and the managers any good. But I think that... Uh, there's a young man named Floyd Mayweather that could be the catalyst that uh, changes that because there's a lot of good fights on the HBO side for Floyd. Uh, there's really nobody on the Showtime side that Floyd can garner that uh, $40, $45 million payday for him. Uh, but uh, he is the one that I think can change that because he's got that much power, I think, in the game right now. Somebody told me that Pacquiao does not have a contract with HBO and that he could actually fight on Showtime if need be. I mean, do you know anything about that? I, I don't, but uh, I would I would love to to, to see Floyd be that uh, not only the superstar that he is in the in the ring, but the guy that uh, makes men's fences. Uh, I guess is a good way. To put no, it. no, Gable. What he should do is he should take his act over to Manila. He should have the thrill in Manila too over there. Him and Pacquiao have it in Manila. It'd be the biggest fight um, 
probably of the year, the biggest fight in a long, long time. I think it'll get worldwide interest because I'm telling you, when Manny Pacquiao, when I do a story on Manny Pacquiao and or I talk about him on the radio and this and that, I did a, I did a, fa- I did a story on him and put it on Facebook last week. He got 692 likes, okay? Wow. I mean, usually we get, our good stories get about 80 to 100, okay? But to get 600 likes, it shows you how popular Manny Pacquiao is. I don't know if he's back yet, but he, I think he needs one more fight to totally redeem himself after that going-to-sleep knockout against Juan Manuel Marquez. Were you surprised he was able to put it together that easily? Was Brandon Rios just a tailor-made guy? And was this smoke and mirrors? Was it good matchmaking, or was it Brand- or was it Manny Pacquiao? Which one was it? I think it's a little bit of both, but I think that the year that he took off was uh, very good for his body to recuperate and, to, and his mind to get clear of boxing and to stay out of the gym. And, and I think Brandon was made to order for him. Brandon, uh, tough guy, warrior. He wasn't going to quit, uh, but there was a point there where Manny was just doing whatever he wanted. He looked like the Manny of old. I'm not going to say as fast as the Manny of old, but the moves and the things that he was doing, he really wasn't trying to knock Brandon out, I don't think. Towards the end of the fight, I think he was just trying to uh, get that rust off of him, and, and he did well. We're talking with trainer Abel Sanchez. Of course, he handles Gennady Golovkin, Triple G, the undefeated world middleweight champion. I got a question for you. Historian Ron Marshall who's a boxing freak and historian. He's got the, he's the largest purveyor of signed boxing books in the entire world over there in Alameda, California, San Leandro, somewhere. Anyway, he told me that he saw a video of you in the corner with Jerry Corey. Is that true? No, that's not true. I tried to tell him that, man. I said, come on. I said, Abel and me are about the same age. He'd have to be 90 no. to be in the ring with Jerry Corey. <laughs> no, but you know what? Uh, I would have loved to have been in that era, though, because there were some great, great warriors in that era. You know, I watched some Corey fights the other day. Corey was a good fighter. But the first guy to beat Corey was my mentor, the guy that brought me into boxing, Eddie Machen. Eddie Machen went down and he beat Corey. Corey was like 17-0. He beat Corey over 10 rounds, a unanimous nod. All right, so right now we've got Vladimir Klitschko running the heavyweight division. I mean, the cruiserweight division, Marco Huck's pretty good. Light heavyweight division seems to be opening up, especially last night was Kovalov and Stevenson both winning. Did you think Stevenson sounded a bit hesitant? in regards to fighting Kovalov? Uh, yes, I did. I, I thought that uh, I'm sure he watched the tape in the interview after the, uh, after the fight. You always have a, a monitor in a dressing room, and I'm sure people told him, and it's been a talk of them meeting somewhere down the line. Uh, but this is a business, man. You, you're going to take the fights that are going to garner you the most money and, and try to build one up so that uh, eventually um, – Maybe it gets you that big, big payday before you retire. You know that uh, that uh, that Kovalev style seems familiar to you because it's uh, it's a style that was uh, uh, flourished in my gym. You know, I had him from about ten fights to eighteen fights. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you knew that. I, I remember when you had him, and this I remember yeah. watching him. I think at the MGM Grand in like a four rounder. I was up in the cheap seats visiting with some friends, and it was like the early prelims, real early in the afternoon. And I was hearing these shots land, you know, and. I, <clears throat> And I kept turning around. The ring wasn't mic'd up per se. That those were his punches you were hearing up there in the cheap seats. Yeah, they uh, the, these boys coming out of the summit can can crack a little bit. You yeah. know, we've we've got a good program going. Okay. And Are, you mentioned Vladimir Klitschko. I have a young heavyweight named Mike Perez. I know. Uh, yeah. That, oh yeah. Oh yeah. We're listen. We're, we're we're like Mike Perez is like Viagra around here. Yeah, he's uh, he's gonna make some noise. I give him a couple more training camps in uh, with me and. He's going to make some real noise. Because, you know, I, I, I talked about his fight. And, of course, you know, the the uh, the Magomed fight, of course. The Magomed's in serious health issues afterwards. Yes, he is. You know, Abel, 
I, I was seeing that the guy was having difficulty with his jaw right the second round. He was like pointing to it and hurting it, you know. And you would think that the corner would have enough sense to say he's got a broken jaw, you know, he's got a he's he's got a broken hand, he, he's got a broken or, uh, orbital bone. I mean, he's he's all busted up, Dable. The corner didn't help him that night. I thought the corner should have been there to help him. I thought the the referee Benji Estevez, my good friend, he wasn't over there to check on the guy enough, asking him, seeing, seeing if everything was okay. And Benji never once asked for the medical doctor to come into the ring and check the fighter either. I mean, I think these precautions could have been could have been life saving this on this one particular evening. And in all three entities, the corner, the doctor, and the referee failed this young man. You know, there's there's a lot of things that were going against Magomed that night. One, he was 18 and 0 with 18 knockouts. You know, every time he punches, he, he stops. He stops the clocks. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's hard for a corner, and it's hard for for a, a referee to to I think not give him a chance because, like I said, he can stop the clocks with with, with one shot. So, uh, but the one thing I didn't like, I, I don't think that John John David and and Chico had the the uh, because this young man was speaking in Russian. I don't think they knew what he was saying. Hmm. I, I would have hoped that uh, that they would have had a translator or the young man that he was speaking to, the other guy in the corner, was telling Chico and, 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 and John what he was saying. And I think that it would have been a different outcome in, or at least a different thought pattern for Chico and for John. But, uh, you know, I've watched that fight over and over again, and I don't see a point other than in the 10th round where Magomed wasn't in the fight. Yeah, uh, but, but yeah, I, no, and I'm, all, and I'm all with that in this net, okay? But when I'm sitting here watching a guy and having – issues, med- medical issues, health issues, when I can see when it's pretty obvious to me sitting at home watching on television that this guy's got some jaw problems and, and there's not a doctor been in there to ask him about it and there's not been a referee over there to ask him about it and the referee didn't bring the doctor in. I just think that I think that referees need to be a little bit more proactive. In other words, they don't need to be sit back and just, you know, wish issue uh, takeaway points and, 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 and issue eight counts and ten counts and things like that. I think they got to pro- be proactive regarding health. I think this was a classic example. Unfortunately, my buddy, my brother, Benji Estevez was referee. He's not, I'm sure he's, you know, it's a nightmare for him every night. But straight up, I think it had somebody been looking out for him. And that might have been the case that those guys were understanding, were not understanding what was going on in the corner because they were speaking Russian. That might have been the case because I wouldn't imagine the Russian translator telling them, hey, he's got a broken jaw. He's got a broken hand. He's got a broken eye bone. Right, right. I mean, I'm. There's a lot of a lot of ways we can think about that, but you know we've had some tragedies and some instances in the last three or four years. These boys are getting stronger, they're punching harder. Uh, they're they, they seem to be uh, a lot of fighters. They seem to be just uh, punching with devastating uh, uh, things happening to the opponents. And something needs to be done. Something needs to be looked at. Maybe that's the the point that the referees need to be more proactive and go to each corner. The doctors maybe need to be checking after four or five rounds. Need need to be checking corners because uh, we can't have these young men getting hurt like that. Uh, they need they, they have families and they and they have a a life ahead of this. So if they have to fight, has to be stopped. It has to be stopped, and we have to understand that as cornermen and, and as coaches. Okay, so we're going to discount the rumors that you started with Jerry Corey, but you did have the Norris brothers. How's Terry and Orland doing? I know you guys have hooked up. Actually, uh, Orland was in my gym about uh, three or four months ago. He uh, he visited me for a, a couple nights. We had dinner. Uh, we talked a lot. Uh, he's doing well. He's got a trucking company down in Lubbock, uh, and there's a bunch of grandkids, and his kids are doing well, so he's very happy down there. Terry lives in, he still has a house in San Diego, but lives in L.A. 
Uh, he's happily married. He's uh, trying to train fighters. He's got this little uh, 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 conditioning program going on uh, on on the internet, and uh, he trains uh, people in his gym. Uh, he, they just had some kind of a special on him on Channel 11 not too long ago on Fox uh, on the Fox Network uh, regarding his program, that uh, conditioning program. Well, Mr. Sanchez, I am honored that you returned to spend some time with me today. I hope we can do it again real soon. Abel Sanchez, you're a class act both in and outside of the ring. A credit to the world at large. Thank you so much. Thank you, Pedro. Hope to talk to you soon. All the best. Abel Sanchez, folks, trainer extraordinaire, should be in the Hall of Fame. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing this hour. Next hour, we talk MMA, the UFC, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Waiting for settlement or annuity payments but need cash now? Stop waiting years for your money. Now you have a better choice. We're Novation, and we'll pay a large lump sum of cash in exchange for settlement or annuity payments. You get the upfront cash you need and let Novation do the waiting. Call our toll-free assistance line right now and get our free DVD that explains in easy-to-understand terms how you can turn future settlement or annuity payments into cash. At Novation, we've helped thousands of people improve their lives. How? By listening to each customer with respect and tailoring a cash solution that met their individual needs. Let Novation help you too. Call now and get your free DVD rushed to you today. Our specialists are standing by awaiting your call. Call 800-541-0769. That's 800-541-0769. Again, call 800-541-0769. Simply call Novation toll-free at 800-541-0769 and get your money when you need it. This special announcement is for business owners and leaders of organizations who've been waiting for the right time to build. General Steel has made it impossible to wait any longer with rock-bottom prices that could save you thousands. That's right. General Steel, America's leader in pre-engineered structures, is offering buildings at prices you will never see again. A 14-by-21-foot shop for under 6000 or a 50-by-100 for under 30000 You heard right. That's 5,000 square feet under $30,000. Manufacturers. If you need a larger building, try a 100 by 100 commercial building for 129000 You can't afford to rent with these prices. Imagine a 70 by 100 foot church building for under $69,000. With the economy improving and interest rates still at historic lows, you can't afford to wait. Call 800 800-965-1298. 800-965-1298. Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions 
Fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Like the guy says, you're going to eat lightning and you're going to crap thunder. Hey, yo. Yeah, we bring you back in time all the time here on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing. Back to the 60s, nostalgia vintage television. Well, <clears throat> Vladimir Klitschko has until Tuesday, according to the World Boxing Organization. Uh, I take that back. He's got two more weeks after that in order to make up his mind. As to, I think about the WBO has two weeks as to whether they're going to designate him a mandatory number one heavyweight challenger. Okay, Val, Vitaly Klitschko. This is what's so confusing about this. Vitaly Klitschko has the WBC belt. The WBC is going to give him to like the 15th of December to ask to whether he'll continue to fight or not. He's like 42 years old. He's had a lot of injuries. Of course, Vlad's no young guy either. He's like 38 or 39. The Klitschko brothers are at the top of the heavyweight division. Like it or not, folks, I happen to not like it all that much. But, you know, what can I say? They're the best out there right now. Appreciate the Kings. You are tuned to Ring Talk, live worldwide, the Boxing Hour, Sunday edition. Of course, we air at 11 a.m. Pacific time on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the iHeartRadio Network, and the American Forces Network. And then, of course, we are on Sundays for two hours. Saturdays for one hour at 11 a.m., Sunday for two hours, two different shows, three hours of live radio a week, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the Sunday show, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, the first hour of boxing, the second hour all about mixed martial arts, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Until next time, keep your hands up, keep your chin down, but most importantly, don't forget the website. Ringtalk.com, R-I-N-G-T-A-L-K, ringtalk.com. Until next time, peace, love, and much respect. <laughs> 